Hey, are you signed up as a fan yet? Make sure you head over right now before you start this episode to realestatepodcastshow.com backslash fans so that you can be part of all the awesome behind the scenes stuff that happens with the podcast. Not just the stuff you hear, but actually finding out who is listening to podcasts for me is so much more important. I love hearing the stories behind you guys. So make sure you sign up so that you can take part in all the amazing events. The contests are going to be spectacular. I've got these incredible, incredible things happening. Travel, music, food, all the good stuff. Realestatepodcastshow.com backslash fans and head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review when you can. I really appreciate that too. Five, four, three, two, one. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Paul here, realestatepodcastshow.com. Today is my first podcast interview of 2022, so I'm super excited uh, to have this one going on. Uh, We've been planning this one for a bit, and I've never actually had uh, the opportunity to uh, have anyone with the name Portia on my uh, podcast, which is a really great uh, thing for me. And on top of that, this is someone who is going to be giving you some very important insights um, on the mortgage world and a whole bunch of other stuff. So I want to introduce to the podcast my first guest of the new year. Uh, Portia, thanks for joining me. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for us to have this conversation today. Thank you so much. Wonderful. No, it's it's my pleasure. And again, I, I'm here to learn just like everybody listening. So I want to find out, uh, again, obviously, uh, you know, I've been following you on your social media. And again, you've uh, been doing incredible stuff there. So I'm here to learn about, uh, again, uh, you know, your background, where you came from, what sort of got you to where you are. Uh, and of course, I think people are going to be listening to what do they need to know uh, in this very, you know, upside down world right now that we're living in, in the pandemic era. Uh, what is it that they need to know? And, uh, and how are you going to be able to help them uh, uh, get through that. So let's just start off with a little bit about you, about uh, you know your past, where you came from, uh, all that good stuff. Okay. So once again, my name is Portia. I am a mortgage agent. I am a credit repair coach, and I also have a nonprofit organization called Grace Found Me. So my background. So basically, I worked in the banking industry. I worked okay. in banking for about six years, yeah. and um, I was you know, I started off at customer service. I did some work in the corporate side, the commercial side. I also did some work for, you know, I used to get some, do some work in the area of like private banking as well. And um, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed my work in the bank, but then I became like, I just became so comfortable that it was not fun anymore. It was not fun anymore. So I'm like, okay, I need to get out of my position to get into a different position. So I was just applying for jobs just for the sake of jobs, because I was just like, just over it. I just wanted to move. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I decided, you know what, why don't I do the lending? When I chose to do work into the lending department, I didn't know why I was doing, I just like, you know what, I need to move out of this, this department and go into the lending department. 
So I worked in the lending department. I got the job that I wanted was my dream job. I had plans to eventually become an auditor for the bank, right? In the lending mm-hmm. department, right? And in the lending department, I get expo- I got a lot of exposure to, because uh, um, my manager, management saw a lot of potential in me with the work that I was doing. Yep. So he used to sit me beside him and give me extra stuff and give me more responsibility so that I can help more people and get more of the knowledge, right? But then I got pregnant. And when I got pregnant, I started kind of learning and discovering about me. So the more I discovered about me, the more the job was not, I did not like the more the desire for the job was not there. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I went on mat leave. I went on mat leave on a high. I came back. It's just the nostalgia was gone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. What am I doing? Like, why? Like, what am I doing? Right. Because I got to know who I am and what my potential is and who I'm meant to be. Mm-hmm. I got to really sit with myself, get to love myself. And then I realized that I was just chasing somebody else's dream and I wasn't living for me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't chasing my dream. I wasn't being the impact that I always say I want to be. I wasn't living to be, to live according to what my purpose is. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. One second. Can we pause? My baby's coming down. I'm so sorry yes we're back yes we're back yes i just had to just deal with some kids but we're back it's real life portia it's real life and again if you can't problem solve and 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 at the point where you know if you've got a few kids uh and if you're not an expert problem solver at this point then uh you know again your clients are uh, they're paying you big bucks for this. So because you can solve a lot of those problems, you can hopefully help them solve theirs. So yeah, you went from, again, doing something, uh, again, your your previous job, and, and, and that's what you were talking about last. Yes. So yes, I was not fulfilled. Like when I came back, I went on a journey of discovering who I was. On my mat leave, I got time to really sit with myself and really tend, look at who am I? And who do I want to be? So when I came back, I realized that what that was not in alignment with my purpose. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go to school because that's what I thought I needed to do. So I decided to go to school, but I'm like, okay, if I'm going back to school, I have to do something that is meaningful, mm-hmm. right? Something that is in alignment with me working as my nonprofit, as a CEO of my nonprofit, right? And then also I, I made a decision that day when I left my job at the bank that I will never trade my worth for money again, right? Because Mm -hmm. that's not fulfilling me because that doesn't allow me to impact the world on a bigger scale, right? Because I believe that everything that we're doing, we're here, we're doing for ourselves, we're gaining money, but everything is all for a bigger picture to make the world a better place. So we have to contribute to making the world a better place. So Mm -hmm. I went back to school. I did my bachelor of commerce in human resources, right? I did that. And then after I completed that, 
I started working in my nonprofit, started working in my nonprofit. And then I'm like, okay, how do I also make an impact? Because my nonprofit, Grace Found Me, is to build and nurture foundations that will help the youth to dream big, regardless of where they're from. So I'm like, a lot of times we are so focused on the youth that we need to start focusing on the adults that are impacting the youth, the parents who have the biggest impact on their children. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, what are some spaces that I can occupy? What are some knowledge that I have that I can occupy, right? Industries that I can occupy that will help me, you know, maximize the value and accomplish my mission for the young people that I want to serve. So I'm like, okay, I can do mortgages because a lot of communities have a big gap, um, gap when it comes to home ownership, right? When it comes to home ownership. So I can do that. And then also with my, um, with my lending, right? And that's the thing. I thought that lending was just something that I just did that I didn't know the purpose. But then now I'm learning that it was kind of the start of what, who I was meant to be, what I was meant to do, right? So then I'm like, through that lending too, I learned how to fix my credit. I learned the value of credit. Because to be honest, Paul, I had the worst credit score, okay? I used to have 400. Mm. <laughs> it's embarrassing, but I, it was so bad. No, and it's I actually the that. opposite. It's the opposite. You've been somewhere where a lot of people are. And because of that, you can help them go through it because you've actually been through it. You're not just talking the talk. So it's yes. actually good that you were there and you're not there now. Yes. So then I, when I was working as a lender and one thing I always used to say is, you know, when sometimes when we are in the negative situations that we're at, we tend to laugh at other people who are going through it. Because when I will see clients, I used to, you know, approve loans and credit card applications, right? I was the underwriter Mm -hmm. and I will see somebody's credit and I used to laugh. (laughs) I used to laugh at them and I'm laughing at them when I am in the same predicament or Mm. even worse. So then one day I was like, okay, how can I use this position that I have to fuel my desire to do better for myself financially Mm. when it comes to my credit? Because if I can't leverage credit to live the life that I want, then what am I doing? Because life is based on debt. You need to leverage debt. That's how you build assets, right? You need to leverage debt to build assets. So how am I going to be a homeowner when I have a 400 credit score? Right. Yep. So then I started really instead of laughing at the customers, I started really looking at, okay, how does credit really work? I started paying attention to the measures that the banks use to assess what good credit is and what is not. I started learning and learning. And then I started also taking action on what I was learning. And that's the thing. If we're going to learn, we can't just learn to learn. We have to learn and then take action so that we can get the biggest impact for our lives. Okay. So I decided to take action. And once I started taking action, I saw my credit went from 400, 500, 600, all the way to 900 right? Because I started to take action and I started to really utilize the tools, which are so simple and so easy. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, okay, I can then also, along with being a mortgage agent, I can also bring this credit coaching program to the people as well. I can help them to fix their credit. Cause a lot of people, when we look at the statistics, a lot of people don't care about the credit. A lot of people don't have good credit because they don't understand, especially the immigrant and marginalized communities, because in their 
where they're coming from, credit was not part of the system. So when they come here, they don't know how to manage it. And they end up being in bad. Some people end up destroying their credit because they just don't understand. So now I have the knowledge and now I can bring it back and share with people and help people so that they can start taking their power back and start using credit as a way to leverage to live the life that they want. Right. So that is kind of like how I got into my present kind of segue into my present. Again, that's an that's an incredible story, because, again, that is the story of, again, not just not just yourself. I have a similar uh, situation where, again, when I got into when I decided I wanted to get into real estate investing in the 90s, it was before I was in real estate, actually. And the the one thing (laughs) hanging over my head was a student loan. And because I didn't know anything about how those things work and how and how and how screwed up you can get because of that, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was in that position where I was totally um, at their mercy. I, I, ha- I had no idea uh, that, you know, that they could literally stop your life. And that's that's what a lot of people are dealing with, not just that one thing. Mm-hmm. But again, they grew up like myself without until I was 16 years old, Portia, I did not know a single financial like yeah. any element. And it was because I went to the library and I don't know why I went to the library, but I went to the library and I would be there for hours reading books about, again, just things that were of interest to me, music. And the one book that I still have, and I'm looking right at it and it's, and it's literally part of my, my, my life library. Um, it's called mm-hmm. personal finance for dummies. It's, 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 mm-hmm. it's the dummies books. It's very, it's very simple, but again, because I was a dummy about it, um, mm-hmm. I didn't, and I don't, I didn't know anything they, they teach you all these alphabets when you're a kid, but they never teach you RRSP. They don't teach you mm-hmm. GIC. They don't teach you those things. So yes. for people listening who are some, some, some people listening right now, have only heard the word credit report from you and yeah. have only heard the word RRSP from me, like before some there's some people listening right now who who will because they're gonna they're gonna want to call you um because they've had the issue because they have no choice besides maybe just renting because they 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 have no Mm -hmm. idea that they have other options so um your journey i think is going to be you know the journey of a lot of other people too yes and it and it and it's so true and i love the fact that you use the word a choice you know renting is is a choice, mm-hmm. is a choice. And I believe that a lot of us have made this choice uh, become our reality, our permanent reality, right? Because yep. I believe that everybody has the home ownership gene, okay? It's mm-hmm. not only for a certain community. Everybody has prosperity in them. Everybody has the opportunity and the ability to own a home. It's just that because we look at our circumstances and we allow our circumstances and our environment to dictate who we become, right? So sometimes we even have to reject the facts of our environment, right? Because when everybody's living like that, you tend to kind of form and conform to Mm -hmm. that, right? Mm -hmm. And I love you know, I was listening to Earl Nightingale and he says that the issue of this world is conformity mm-hmm. because we're always trying to be like other people when we were created to be our unique self. Because mm-hmm. how do you contribute your part to the betterment of the world when you are trying to be like Portia, when you're trying to be like Paul, when you're trying to be like, you know, Beyonce, when you're trying to be like other people, 
because then you lose your identity because then you find your identity within those people, yeah. right? But we have, it's a choice. Life, how you live your life, it's your choice. Life is the sum of decisions that we make. And you know, at the age of 34, I am now learning these things. And I, I know a lot of people can relate, right? And people are like, you know, in their 40s, in their 50s, and they're getting all overwhelmed and stressed. It doesn't matter how old you are, mm -hmm. as long as you're willing to do something about your situation, as long as you're willing to change your environment, everybody has the tools in them to do it, right? Mm -hmm. But sometimes you need somebody to even partner up with right? Somebody yeah. who shares their story. And that's why it's very important for us to share our stories because they're people who are going to be touched by our stories, right? Because I never learned about finances. I was even talking to um, one of my, um, my moms today, my adopted mom. And she was, I was telling her, I'm like, you know, I don't even, I didn't even learn about budgeting. I'm like, I can admit and sit here and say, I have bad money manage I had bad money management habits because nobody ever taught me mm -hmm. and now yeah. I'm starting to realize that if I don't stop the cycle the cycle continues to my children oh, and yeah. their children yeah. right so we have to be intentional to do something right and these are all choices if you decide you know it's okay if you want to be a renter but that is your choice and you can't blame somebody else because you made a decision that that's what you are capable of doing Right. Because if you want, you know, if you want to own a home, the opposite of renting is owning. Right. So if you can rent, you can own. You just maybe have to do some things. Well, right? especially maybe we if your choices are renting for three thousand dollars a month. And yes. I've, got, I've got clients of mine right now who are on the fence about that. And they're they're, they're talking about, you know, they, they 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 feel like they still only have the choice of renting. Um, but they're, they're talking about, you know, having to rent a house and in some areas of the city, three to 4,000 a month is, is what yes. you have to pay. Um, and, and maybe you can do the math for me quicker than I can, but that's, that's a pretty big chunk of mortgage. Is it not? It is. It is. And even that's the thing too, because I got, there are these clients that I got into a home and I met them in August and I got them into a home. They closed on a mortgage on the 4th. Yeah. And they came to me and they were just like, okay, we can't buy because somebody told us that mm. we can't buy. We've went to mortgage agents, we went to realtors and they told us that, oh, we have too many debt and we cannot buy. Right. And that is the thing, because a lot of times we are getting our facts and our information from other people rather than looking at what we are, wow. who, where we are at. What, what is they're, my what they're getting is opinions, which of course, yes. uh, you know, there, there's a lot of bad jokes about the word opinions. Everybody's got one. Um, yes. But as far as the difference between opinions and advice and, and, and anyone listening right now who, who doesn't understand the difference, this is the part where you have to just sit down, grab a drink and, and, and listen to us tell you that, <laughs> that the difference between experts and opinions is is literally a life changing different. If you're listening to myself and Portia talk about this stuff, it's because we're experts. If you're yes. listening to, again, I hate to say it, but just you know, Uncle Joe or 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 the you know the 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 expert the the, the guy at the office who who, who you know, <laughs> bought a house ten years ago, um, yeah, who, who you know who has his opinions. Those are opinions, and again, it's mm -hmm. it's nice that they're telling you, but very often there's no facts behind it and there's no actual, again, there's no expertise, which again, you have, 
um, and I have, so. Yes. No, it's so true because you may, like, like even the news, people get their facts the and their, the you know, make yeah. their life based on news. Well, it's like, news, okay, the, the news, news for the says, last, you know, uh, 20... nowadays I've been hearing so much. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the news for the last, uh, what is it, 22 months since, you know, since March mm -hmm. of, of 2020, when, you know, again, everything changed, the, the world went black and white, as far as I'm concerned, like all the color got sucked out of it. Um, <laughs> it, it just changed, it changed everything for, for a lot of people. Yeah. And everybody became like, you know, almost like a news junkie, even if uh, for, for me, I, I try to deliberately between usually between September and the end of the year, I used to say, I'm, I'm going to give myself a break and just listen to jazz. And that's all I would do is just listen to music, avoid the news at all costs. But it, it's almost impossible, even for, you know, for someone trying to avoid it. So you're in this cycle of, again, getting all this stuff. So now people believe, you know, almost everything that they hear. Um, and because of that, they're also going to believe that they're stuck in a cycle. Um, yeah. and, and, and they absolutely are not. So thanks. Thanks to people like you. Um, I want to make sure that they, you know, that, that, that they're not in that position and that they, that they have options. So what would you say right now, because you're going to be, you know, you are talking to you're, you're, you're speaking directly to, um, you know, the, the first time buyer, you're speaking directly to the, uh, you know, to the homeowner that's thinking about moving and, and doesn't know what to do. Uh, you know, what, what would be your advice for again, and let's start with the renter. Um, who's on the fence because I've got about uh, 10 of these people working with me now who are you know just about ready to make a decision but they're still they're still on the fence and they just they, they just don't know which way to go yes I will say first of all mind your business and worry about you okay mm -hmm. yep. because a lot of times we don't mind our business and we make our decision based on what other people's experiences are but their experience and your experience is not the same because you have a different household you have you know you have a different profile in terms of okay how your money's coming what's your saving habits what is your desires you have you're, you're different so that's why you know you can't put it's not a cookie cutter industry right everybody's so unique yep. in what they bring and what they present because if you can pay three thousand dollars a month for somebody else and a lot of times it's not even including utilities right so if you could pay that for somebody else then you can invest that in yourself right so first you have to sit down right and look at okay maybe i can't do it on my own but who can help me who can i tap into and that's the great thing about, you know, expert advice and experts, right? Well, There's so said, many people all the over word, social media. You said the word right? earlier, so can... I'm going to bring the word back, the word leverage. The fact that you brought it up yes. in the beginning, uh, and it's one of my favorite words to use, because again, you have to leverage everything you have, including your relationships, um, mm -hmm. you know, being around the right five people. Again, this is all stuff that I'm sure you've heard and, and, and maybe you, you also follow, um, you know, you need to have that sort of, uh, um, that sort of be able to plug into those kind of people. So I, I couldn't agree with you more. Mm -hmm. Yes. Leveraging resources, because you know, the great thing about real estate agents, mortgage agents, we don't charge, <laughs> right? right? We, you know, they give free advice, right? 
because we want to help you. It's bigger than the money. It's about getting people in homes, right? Mm -hmm. It's about getting people. The passion is to increase home ownership in Canada, in mm. our local communities, for people to start leveraging and building, keyword, generational wealth. If you want to build generational wealth, then renting is not going to get you there, yep. right? Home ownership will get you there faster, right? Because then you're able to leverage even the equity to get more properties, leverage the equity to buy, to get into stocks, to get into NFTs, to get into Bitcoin, to get into things, to diversify your portfolio, right? So mm -hmm. renting, yes, yeah, some people believe that they should rent because other people have told them that, oh, you can't, oh, you're first time homeowner, you're seeing all these headlines, oh, first time home buyers, it's hard for them to get into the market but look at your environment who can help me what resources do i have to get me to where i need to be first set your goals set your intentions then look at okay how do i accomplish this who around me can help me you know maybe i don't have the down payment but can my mother can my family can i reach out to my family do i know anybody who i can trust mm -hmm. to partner up with me to Get the down payment together to do it. And a lot of times, you know, I have, I always tell people, I love having conversations with parents because I love, you know, inspiring parents and educating parents how powerful, you know, investing with their children are, mm -hmm. right? Because if you have all this equity in your property or if you have the money, you can even invest and leverage your child's property for you to even build and get a return off of that money that is sitting in your bank account collecting close to nothing in interest mm -hmm. right and even leveraging and buying investment properties with your kids and even let's say and what one thing i do when it comes to you know partnering up with parents and other people to help their kids or help their family members i always have an exit plan so that i help you understand that we're not just doing this forever this is just for temporary because some people get uncomfortable because they think that they're do they're going to have to be tied in forever but mm -hmm. having an exit plan right how let's say in five years we can work on as we are doing this i'm still working with the clients i'm still working with your family member to get them to that financial position where when we refinance and take that money out and give it back to you or when we take you off as a co-signer they can stabilize that mortgage on their own mm -hmm. right and that is really important we can't just tell people to give up all this money without an action plan or without an exit plan or helping them to understand what it is that they're doing right? Because when you do that and you explain it to the parents, I have parents where after I have the conversation, they're like, okay, how much do they need? What do I need to do? Mm -hmm. This is what I need to do, mm -hmm. right? Because I gave them the education because education is so important. And my business is by three words to educate, inspire, empower, because we educate to empower, we empower to inspire. That's the thing. Once you inspire that person, because now they've gotten the, and they can, they've gotten the knowledge and they can make the decision for themselves, right? If you want to get into the market, educate yourself on who can help you, right? Look at where you're at. Don't look at where, you know, where you're going. Look at where you're at. Start by looking at where am I right now? Mm -hmm. What do I have right now? that I can use to get what it is. If you don't have the money, look internally. Maybe you have the willpower. Yeah. You have the determination. You have the motivation. Sometimes it's not only about the money. Sometimes it's about your willpower because willpower will get it done. 
You can have all this money and not have the motivation and the ambition and the willpower and that money will still sit there. And talk will become cheap because you keep on talking. But when you have the real you, willpower. You make, a, you make a very good point about that because that's exactly what I tell people and even my kids that are not in their teens. But one is, one's almost there, but um, people in their 20s, because I remember I'm in my late 40s now. So I can sort of do the thing where I can look back at the chapters and say, <laughs> you know, here's what I here's what I realized now that I didn't know when I was in my 20s. I, I had all the time in the world and no money. So that's, mm -hmm. that's what a lot of people have in the beginning. They have all the time in the world. You can look into everything possible, every, you know, every, every option. You've got all this time, but you don't have any money. As you go from 20s to 30s to 40s, you go from having you know, less time and more money. And eventually, not, not necessarily just in, in this order, but eventually in, in a certain point, you have more money than time, eventually, if all goes well. Mm -hmm. So the good news is yeah. about what you're saying is that, you know, people who, you know, feel like they don't have the money um, will always have the time. You've, you've, it's, everybody's got the same amount. You've got 100%. For some people, you've got 90% of it is time and 10% of it's money. Um, those mm -hmm. of us who, you know, didn't come up with very much, that, that's, that's how it starts. Um, yes. So definitely it, your, 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 your words make sense. Yeah. It's true. And, you know, even if we look in the market right now, you know, I always say, yes, COVID is crazy, but COVID also blessed us in a lot of ways. COVID blessed us in low interest rates, mm -hmm. right? Low interest rates that have been stabilized, right? So that's the great thing because now if you're already a homeowner, you can leverage this low interest rate. If you want to get into the market, you can leverage this interest rate right? For yep. the next five years yep. or the next three years, however long that you're going to have mortgage for, right? So focus on those things. Look at everything. And I think a lot of times, if you're going to go into something from a negative angle, that's not going to work out for you. So think positive. To get to, to get anything, you have to think positive. Even when the no is coming, even when the fear is coming, crush fear in the face and still do it and still do it because it's a, your commitment to action, right? Your commitment to what you're doing is what's going to give you the end results. And one thing that I, I do a lot for my clients is I call it financial checkups. Yep. So what I do is financial checkups. We can do it for homeowners. We can do it for people who want to buy where we get to really sit down and look at where you're at and create a real estate action plan, not just a real estate plan, a real estate action plan where we work together. Because at the end of the day, I give, I am just a passenger. Yep. You're the driver, right? And yep. you drive me where we need to go. But we, I am partnering up with you. I'm like your driving instructor that's sitting there telling you what to do, right? I'm sitting there kind of being your cheerleader, helping you come up with a plan together and we create action plan we break them down we layer brick by brick so that we have a plan that's going to get you the results that you need right and we keep each other accountable right so if you have a plan of course you're going to succeed in in getting what it is that you want but when you're just thinking oh i'm never going to do it i'm never going to do it and you keep on saying i'm never going to do it yes you're never going to do it because you keep on saying it you are going to attract, never going to do it. Yeah. But if you say, you know what, let me call a realtor. Let me call a mortgage agent. Let them run some numbers. Let me see what I can do and what I can't do. And let me see, even if I can't do it, how long would it get me there? Maybe.
maybe I can look at different communities that will still get me there. Cause a lot of times I have so many clients that come to me and they say they can't. And by the time I'm like, every time they say I can't, I'm like, I will challenge you. I can. And once I look at it, I change their outlook Mm -hmm. because then they see that they're able to buy they're able to buy absolutely they're able to buy because a lot of people are able to buy but it's just because they don't know where they're at Mm -hmm. because they've never spoken to a mortgage agent or they've never spoken to a realtor and even a lot of times you know i one thing that i always say is like i have a lot of you know i had a client and the realtor kept on saying come back when your credit is high come back when is this and i think sometimes the realtors also can also be you know kind of steer people off of what they're doing right because as a realtor if you don't have that financial backing you can't tell somebody come back to me Mm -hmm. right because that's also delaying because that client once I got to her she could have purchased yeah like a year ago and she actually had um a pre-construction opportunity in Waterloo which was perfect Mm -hmm. but because he said don't come come back to me when your credit is at 680 or no, when your credit is is at like 700 or thing, but then Mm -hmm. you don't need 700 to get a mortgage, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? You can get a mortgage even with, you know, 680, 650, right? It all depends on what your profile is. These are, these are really important things. This is why I wanted you on the podcast because I wanted to open up some doors that, um, unfortunately, are just, again, not talked about. And this is sort of why this podcast, as, as I've told you, as we were recording, um, the, the purpose of the unfiltered podcast, like where we're sitting down sort of like in a coffee shop, and, you know, there's interruptions, and there's, uh, you know, there's, there, you know, somebody spills a coffee. Um, the, 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 the imperfections of life is, is basically like, you know, the, the saying is the, the um, yeah, as far as as far as the way music goes, the you know, the 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 music is the the space between the notes. So the way our business works as well is all, all these people usually see is the again, these overproduced and, uh, you know, fancy, you know, Instagram videos and YouTube videos that, you know, sort of just give you some of these little blips and pieces, but they don't really dig into, uh, you know, the, the important stuff, like, again, the fact that you can have, as you said, you can have a 680 credit score, um, and, and still buy a place. And meanwhile, you just thought like, up until this, the minute you just heard this on this podcast, you just thought, well, I guess I'm stuck renting for the rest of my life and um, waiting a year by the yes. way, and you, you know, this, you know, you know, this to be true. You, <laughs> you wait a year in this market and you'll be priced out forever. Yes. So yes. you have to, you have to literally say, okay, I can get into this. I, I, I might need a co-signer. I might need to, again, get a, get, get, you know, go to the bank of mom and dad, as, as everybody says, um, whatever you need to do to get in, you know, again, get in because it, as you said before, and I, and I say this all the time as well, there's a, there's, it's not about whether it's, um, and this is this is this is a saying that I use a lot is is and it's actually the title of a great book as well. Uh, in business as in life, you don't get what you deserve, you get what you mm-hmm. negotiate. And yeah. you have to negotiate your future, which is basically, yeah. again, it, if you think the government is worried about you in 2030, <laughs> you are you are mistaken, because they they can't even get it together today, let alone <laughs> And, and no offense to those who are trying, but this is just the reality. You have to be focused on your Y-O-U-R, not O-U-R. 
It's a huge, yeah. huge difference. And, and again, I, I know that you get that. Um, mm-hmm. So what I want to make sure is that people who are listening, of course, I want them to be able to, you know, reach out to you and contact you. Um, but before before I let you go, I just want to ask as well, what are the uh, what are your future plans? What are the um, what are the things that you have, again, sort of uh, planned for yourself for, for, you know, for your mortgages, for, uh, yes. for your business? How does the future look for you, Portia? So the future, so this year, my goal, this is something I even have it on my social media is my goal is to help 50 women accomplish home ownership. And that's really important to me. 50 women accomplish home. That's great. Right. Home ownership, you know, and I'm, you know, women, because, you know, women are the nurturers. Women are the keepers, you know, the leaders of our families. Right. And sometimes women are the ones that spark that conversation when it comes to home ownership. So I want to partner up with 50 women. It might be tomorrow you can buy the net, like next year, this year, but I want to create a plan, an actionable plan for you, right? An actionable plan. I give you access to my credit coaching business. If credit is a bit, is an issue, I will help you to get access to credit coaching business. I'm partnering up with people who do budgeting, who do financial advising, who can help build your financial house so that when we get you into that home, all your financial your financial house is on a strong foundation mm-hmm. so that you can be comfortable where you don't feel like you need to work 10, five jobs just to keep up your home. Yep. Right. So yep. that is my goal for this. Show, and I'm very passionate about it. So if you're listening and you've been thinking about home ownership and you've given up, listen, I love working with people like you because I used to be the one that gave up. I gave up on myself. I gave up on my goals. Yep. So I've been there. I can relate. Let's work together. Let us spark the inspiration in each other. The and let's 50, get this done. Females, and that is my goal for this year. That's and my, amazing. Yeah. Yes. No, no, and I'm that's sorry. I'm sorry my to goal. You. And yeah. that's my goal. And everything that I do. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's okay. That's my goal. And every single thing that I do is all with the mind of making and building a better foundation for the next generation legacy to be strong to know what it is because if they are educated right they'll be able to pass it on and that's also another way that we build generational wealth because generational wealth is not only money it's also the wealth of human capital which is Mm -hmm. the knowledge the understanding of what it is that we're doing so that we can keep because i can give over money to my children but if i don't give the education it stops with my children right so if we want it continuous we need to pass down generational wealth of education generational money or whatever it is but education is important so that's what i'm doing because everything is tied to making and building the foundations for the youth so that they can dream big because if the youth can dream big if we can spark empower and inspire the youth that they are better than their environment they are better than their current situation then we will have more you know stronger men and women growing up passing down because those are going to be the next generation of leaders right yep. so we need to equip them with the resources that they need so that they can lead properly right because a lot of us question our leadership right now but if we can help shape 
the next generation of leaders, maybe we will not question <laughs> question um, those the leadership. So that's what I want people to know, right? Call mm-hmm. me. Even if you're not a female, that's fine. Give me a call. I do financial checkups. I also have a credit webinar coming up on the 21st. I do financial Friday date nights because I believe that we need to start having, we were used to going on Friday date nights, but we need to start spending time with our finances, getting to know it, having a relationship with our finances so that we can set it to the right field, right? So that's mm. what I'm doing. Financial Friday date nights, we're starting off with credit. We're doing, I'm doing a credit webinar. So if you're interested, reach out to me. Mm. Portia does mortgages on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Portia Boating on LinkedIn. And also I can share my number is 416-906-2085. My email, Portia at Portia does mortgages com. Reach out to me. I'm excited to help you and I cannot wait to get you your keys. So no more are we going to just keep our vision board because I've been talking about it all, all year, right? Yep. Gone are the days where we're just looking at the picture on our vision board of the home that we want. This is the time for you to actually put in the action so that by the end of 2022, you have the keys to your, to your dream home. Thank you. Well, I I really, really appreciate again, that you've gone into details that you've been able to share so much information on the podcast. But again, the podcast is always supposed to be um, sort of the introduction and and sort of elite and and the conversation starter. So I I know for a fact that the people I, I, you know, that I connect with that reach out to me and tell me about the shows, what they like, what they don't like. those of you who are listening, who who've sort of connected to this message, and if you're one of the 50 females or 50 people um, that, uh, that 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 Portia wants to help, and of course, again, I'm I'm going to be helping you with the you know the 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 real estate side of things, and Portia is going to be helping you with the mortgage side of things, yes. um, and it's going to be just a, a fantastic uh, again way for you to start your future. Uh, but I wanted to say most importantly, thank you for joining me today, Portia. It's been a really great experience getting to talk to you and and know you. Uh, And of course, I'm going to say that, uh, again, any anytime there's a really good show, um, I always say it's not, uh, you know, it's not a it's not it's not a one time, it's always going to be there's always going to be a sequel. Uh, I grew I grew up on Rocky movies. So there's always going to be a sequel. Um, and, and that's just how life goes for me. Uh, you know, you, you, you get hit, you get back up and, um, and, and that's really what, uh, you know, a lot of the struggles that we talked about are that, you know, people who are, uh, again, dealing with a lot of issues right now, they don't feel like there's a lot to look forward to, but there actually is so much opportunity without, yeah. without sounding again, it's a very, it's a very tricky line to say that again, it's the, 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 the pandemic element of it is not where the opportunity is. It's just that for people who are looking for a future right now, there are some openings and, and you kind of have to look through some of the clouds to look for that light, but it's there. Um, and again, people like Portia are going to be, uh, you know, one of your uh, you know, one of your expert contacts, not not just one of those opinions that, uh, again, you can get for free. Um, in our case, it's expert advice that you, you can actually yes. get for free, um, mm-hmm. you know, without the clock, uh, without the clock ticking or anything like that. So uh, once again, thanks so much for joining me today, Portia, and I really appreciate your time. 
Yes, it's my pleasure. I really appreciate you having me and the time. I love every time we just, and it's so funny how we met, but you know, I believe that there's a, an alignment there and a connection. So I'm very honored to be here. And I thank you for this opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anytime. Thanks again, Portia. Okay. Bye everyone.